Oh, we're live? Hey, whoa, hey, well, hey there, uh, listening public, didn't see you walk in. Um, <laughs> good to be with you. Uh, we are Mike's Can Act, your friends who let TV rat the brains. Uh, we are asking you sincerely, um, honest question, should we give up or should we just keep chasing pavements? Uh, I am Michael Garza, <laughs> Michael Joseph Garza. Uh, Mr. Garza, if you're nasty, <laughs> uh, and I am joined by the, I, I don't have, I don't have an adjective okay. for you. I'm joined by Vivian Ramos de Flores. What's up, Vivian? How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm yeah. tired. Um, you know, I heard that song way before she got um, famous, Adele. Yeah. Chasing <laughs> Pavements was such a good song. Yeah, and when she you came like, yeah. out, somebody what? I'm not Did the biggest the chasing pavements. So I, that's what I'm saying. I saw the video on like MTV Two or something. So I was like, pretty. oh, she's cool. But I thought she was just gonna be like, she was super chunky. Brandy Carlisle. I thought she was just gonna be like, who's that? You're everywhere oh to me. Oh my god, I love because you're eh, Michelle Branch. I thought Adele. Honest to God, I swear to you, when, when she chasing wasn't pavements, gonna get big you? ever. Knock on my girl like that. You know what though? You <laughs> Not know Adele. What? I love Adele sincerely. Somebody, I know more Adele songs than you do, babe. Don't don't. Somebody, don't, like, I'm gonna call you out right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Somebody was like, "Do you know Adele? Like, I'm sure you know Adele because her music is something that you would like." And I was like, "Who?" And then I found out who she was, and I was like, "Yeah, I've been knowing this girl." <laughs> yeah, dude. That, so I worked at Best Buy during those years, and I picked up Seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I picked up the CD, and then I was like, "No, she's she's Garbage? playing on another level." That no, no, no. was eighteen, right? Or eighteen. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, nineteen for chasing pavements. That was nineteen. Okay. I said seventeen. She said eighteen. <laughs> you said nineteen. Thank you, Melissa. Dropping now. Nineteen. Is I appreciate true. it. Twenty-one. Twenty-five. Ooh, I like that. Nice. I appreciate that. Um, I'll still sing you under a table, Melissa. I'm just gonna let you know. Um. <laughs> what <laughs> just oh, adele my, challenge what? it's a personal thing it's very <laughs> no uh no so when i picked up the cd is when i knew that she was like that she was she was the shit like she was incredible yeah when she covered make you Did feel you... my love it was yeah there's a long yeah, yeah. changed my life yeah in a, in a crazy way yeah i don't doubt you baby um what's it called what was i gonna say about her <laughs> oh, so she recently, not recently, how, it's been a while, I don't know how long it's been, but she got divorced. Oh, no way. That means we got an album coming out that's soon. That's what people cause... said. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn, dude. I'm but like, I feel that's bad. That's what people are like rooting for. They're like, ooh, I can't wait for this album. I know. Like, <laughs> but it's kind of sad so because sad. I feel like I thought she was going to go out and just be like, you know what? I made these hits and I'm going to come back. I'm going to come at you with some happiness at like 34 or something. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what happens. Yeah. Damn, but she's going to go the way of Mary J. I'm happy at 33. I think I could make an album about happiness. <laughs> 33. I think there needs to be more middle-aged happiness yeah. albums. There yeah. needs to be more like people rag on Atmosphere as a rapper, but he's kind of like a dad. Who? Er, atmosphere? I don't you know. know who Atmosphere is? <laughs> nope. Um he's a rapper from Minneapolis out of Rhyme Sayers. Uh and it basically, all I'm saying is there's not is. a lot of Melissa doesn't know. There's not a lot of middle-aged music that's like doesn't isn't trying to be young is what I mean. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? There's not a lot like middle-aged rappers who aren't doing like trap. You know what I'm saying? They're just doing like exactly where you're at. I'm in yeah. a I'm in a healthy relationship. You know, like how many healthy relationship rappers are what there? What about Eminem? 
Hey, you think Eminem's in a healthy relationship? Not, not. I know. I mean, in his life, is he making middle-aged movie uh, oh, he's not. music? <laughs> no, he's beefing with Machine Gun Kelly or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! The other white that rapper beef <laughs> the, was the one, crazy. Yeah, which, yeah. So you know, it, I'm sorry. Adele threw us down a dark path, this and we're gonna get even darker, guys. This turned into a music guys. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's how Adele Adele moves me like that. Yeah. And what's funny, and and she's from London. Yes. She's from London. Like but she's legitimately in, like, from London. From is anybody London? from London? Is no. that like being from New York City? No, where she's from not. Here? She's from like. Oh, what are those people from? Or from LA, Essex. Yeah, probably right. Sussex, <laughs> Essex, somewhere. From Wales. She's from Worcestershire, right? Is she? Worcestershire. <laughs> She's from. Can <laughs> <to> name. <laughs> She's from Ben Sherman, right? She's from Fiat. Fiat. Because she's La- not. She doesn't have like that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be too super stereotypical. Hold on. And say that she doesn't have like that proper English. Ooh, don't you can tell? No, you know, you know why? Because I watched three uh, three seasons of The Only Way Is Essex. Okay. And it's like their Jersey Shore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. It's really. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, Adele sounds like this. Like, where's she from? She's from Tottenham, London, United Kingdom. Oh. So I don't she's know if that means. So like she's about that life. She's from the borough. She's like, fr- yeah, she's maybe. in it. Yeah. Dang. Good for her. She's from the hand. Sorry, Adele. Dang. Well, Adele was personally affected by these robberies in the movie that we're going to cover today. Then. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. And our movie is King of Thieves, folks. <laughs> <laughs> King of Thieves, a uh, basically King of Thieves, and I'm gonna give you my AKs right off the bat. King of Thieves, aka um, Gentrified, set it off, aka. Uh, Matt Murdock's wig, aka Ocean's Eleven Hundred, because it's basically a heist film uh, yeah. mixed with Red. Remember that movie where it was like, oh, we're assassins, but we're like old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. We're like seasoned, wise. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. OG assassins. I called it old, old timey Ocean's Eleven. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. It was like Ocean's Eleven with like back problems. You know what I mean? Is that what you said? Yes. Exactly what you said. We're like the same person. Old timey Oceans? I love is that what you said? No, I just said it feels like Oceans Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. It just felt done. Yeah. And then I hear the words that but you made up. But it's based on a true story. You no? say my name. What's what? that? I'm sorry. It's based on a true story. It no? is based on a true story. Yeah. It is based on true events. Um, the largest. Um, what, England, Britain is so formal that they called it the largest legal heist in British history. Like what legal heist. Mean? I'm like, so there's like off the ra- off the books heists. <laughs> we don't we don't choose to talk about those yeah, in yeah, public yeah. on yeah. Wikipedia or whatever. So they stole. It's a heist film of, uh, based on a true story of the most, I guess, renowned criminal named Brian Reeder. Um, renowned English criminal. Uh, funny, funny thing to have. And they stole two hundred. $200 million worth of goods. So at the end of the movie, when they say it was $14 million, I looked it up, and it was $200 million worth of oh, goods. Oh, that's weird. So I'm like, yo, just... Maybe they were trying to, like, tamp down the story and, like, yeah. soften the blow a little bit. Um, but, yeah, they stole $200 million worth of goods. And only, like, $4 million of that was recovered. Wow. Like, somebody's living yeah, somebody's the high life. Straight up. Which... They got a face-off. Like a... <laughs> 
<laughs> the we first call they made, John Travolta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John, how did you do it? <laughs> like Jason Statham in The Spy. Yeah. <laughs> he rolls up on the boat. <laughs> hey. No, in the meeting, he was like, all right, this is how we're oh, going to yeah, do we it. Gotta we're going to get off. a face off. <laughs> He's like, she's like, oh, you got 25 cents? We can do it right now. <laughs> right, exactly. The machine only takes quarters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hilarious oh the spy (laughs) that movie's gonna affect me for a long long time yeah 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 and what's funny and so i guess we can get right into king of thieves because there's something about king of thieves that like it was based on a true story but i but it wasn't as powerful as the fiction of oceans 11 (laughs) there was something about the movie that okay let's start off in the beginning right so you get this intro into into um a man and a wife in their you know in their twilight years right um in love, on a date, out about town, talking about the past, like being kind of sensual and sexy. And you're like, man, this is a great little couple right here going on, yeah. you know? And then then they up us. They steal the up intro. And like, you know, his wife dies in the first 10 minutes of the film. <laughs> but it doesn't seem to hit him. Like it, like, did you get that feeling? No, not at all. Although. Dude went right into a robbery. I know. <laughs> She asked him not to, too. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, "Don't talk about this at the at the wake." Right. She maybe she's don't do this ever again. Grave. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that. What? Um, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Sir Michael Caine. Can he do anything else besides be a butler? So I. Oh damn! That's cold blooded because all of London is about to passive aggressively come at you. <laughs> Because they don't do anything, you know what I'm saying? They're very. Formal. I mean, I love um, him, and he's a very fatherly figure. Like he kept calling him son. Yeah, yeah, Basil, yeah. And he, Basil was like, "Don't call me son." Um, dad. Right, but he's like that fatherly, dad, like dad. grandpa. I think he can't thing. help but be wise now. Yeah. Okay. Do you know that Michael Caine's been in the game since 1946? Oh my god! So the reason why he can't not be a grandpa is because the man is like. A grandpa. A legit ass grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To yeah. all of like England. Yeah. Um but I don't know. This My- this movie really aged him for me. Like, yeah. yeah, he's been he's like the older butler guy in Batman, whatever, mm-hmm. and like he's um what's it called? Like it's endearing. He's yeah. endearing. He's charming. Mm-hmm. But like this one, I was like, man, you're old. <laughs> like, I don't, and I it don't, didn't for even. For our older listeners, we get it. You no, know no, no. We're going to be there. Gonna be but there. like, in a very, I love him. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm going to keep saying it. I love Michael Caine. Yeah. And watching him. Is he no, a sir? He is a sir. Whoa. There's like two or three sirs in this movie. I don't That's know, crazy. You know, my guy the freaking cast. Dumbledore is just, you know up in it. The cast is incredible. Incredible. The cast is incredible. But to your point about Michael Caine being like him really showing his age in this film, I think there was something about the the Nolan films because he was in Interstellar. You know what I'm saying? He was in right. all of the Batman's. It's like so. <laughs> there's something about him not being shot in 4K with it with a proper instagram filter on it yeah and with like an incredible cinematography team where you're like like, woof yeah my dude is is up there yeah you saw the wrinkles dude was taking naps in between cuts for sure you know what i mean like but still super charming and like yeah yeah even with like the the gasman like uniform on 
he looked like he was like wearing something like Giorgio Armani or like you know what I yeah, mean? He looked sharp. <laughs> he like, looked sharp. He, he fit the he fit the bill. You know yeah. what you had was instead of a heist film where it's all young bucks yeah getting into the game it was all ogs getting out of the game yeah which is what i thought was kind of it was kind of a cool take on the story um because you know it could just be like oh we were just doing a movie based on true events and that would be good enough but you could tell it was kind of like a heist film it was like the last heist film that a popular that the last of the oceans series or whatever that would be you know yeah um i mean i I enjoyed that I think I'm jumping to like the end, but like I feel like I don't really understand their angle. Yeah. Yeah, the whole film. I'm like, were you trying to be funny? Were you trying to show a documentary, or like a you know like an action film? Like, what was it? I don't even. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know what it was like. Car- um categorized under. Um, because at times I was like, the jokes didn't land so well. Yeah. I, it was I, kind of weird. I do think that was kind of a cultural barrier, though. Because there were some of the lines in there. like some. Of, so I looked up some of the phrases, too. Because I was like, where are these people getting these lines from? Like, so, so there's a part, there's the part in the movie where, like, they're, they're performing the heist. They already have the plan set. They're in the, they're, you know, they're in the safety deposit. They're in the bank, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um. Like and then they Ocean's get into that. 11. Right, exactly. <laughs> so we're right there. And then, then oh, something always happens, you know? Um, and so when they run into that issue, and then him and Terry start that argument, and when he's like, I'll have you in chunks. I in was like, chunks? Did you remember when he said that? When they're, in, when they're underground? I'm like, first of all, these senior citizens oh, are yeah, about yeah, to yeah. throw down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's definitely going to be some, some slip discs. There's going to be some, <laughs> some hips thrown out of place yeah, here, but yeah, they're yeah. willing to go at it. But I wasn't fully convinced because, because, of, because of what you're saying. Like, the tone of the film, it took too many directions, right? Yeah. Because you were like, or the I don't know if they're only, sexy and smart. Right. I don't know if they're vulnerable and and sort of burnt out, you know? Right, right, right. I can't, like, you're right. It did have a very, like, unclear tone. I wonder if those jokes landed better with the older crowd. I'm not, I'm not sure. And the, and the English crowd. And the, and the, the British English crowd. crowd. Yeah. Because yeah. there was so much reference. Like... <clears throat> did you do I, I looked up these actors because I was like yo there's got to be a reason why because you, you remember at the end so there's a part at the end guys where you see them they're walking towards they're walking towards their fate mm-hmm. they meet their fate um, the cops caught them you can read about this story the Hatton um, the Hatton Gardens robbery Hatton mm-hmm. Gardens burglary um, and and then there's the, those clips of each actor when they were young did yeah you, do you remember that part yeah 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 um, and I was like, yo, these, these guys must be like legacy actors. Right. And they're bringing them in. Cause like, are they, they did are, you look that up? Yo, they are like, they're, they're royalty. That's what I'm saying. They're like, straight up royalty. The oh. <laughs> <laughs> throat burp. <laughs> um, TV rotting my brains kind of situation. Um, no, I felt that for sure, but I yeah. didn't, I didn't know. And I didn't look it up to be honest. Um, but I was like, just I curious. felt like, I felt like, oh, I was like, oh, maybe they were really famous in their like prime. They're all really uh, the bo- the five characters. So at least, 
Um, the main the main crew, Michael Caine, um, even Billy the Fish, the guy who plays Dumbledore, um, Terry, Danny, and Kenny are all like storied, historic British actors. Nice. So even Kenny, like the pushover, the guy who's like, I just want my money. Like I don't care who I have to side yeah, yeah, with. Yeah. I just want my money. Um, they're all like like legit actors. Apparently Renown. Jim Jim Broadbent, um, they classify him as one of like the most versatile actors in English history. The who dude who played play? the arch, uh, the archmaster. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Terry was like, "Is that dude?" I guess. When he goes off on Basil. Yeah. His eyes. When they're counting the money. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. That was the most intense scene of the it. whole film. I loved it. His yeah. eyes did not blink, or like it was just like. Yeah. Yeah. He was more threatening than Michael Caine was. Oh down my there. gosh. Yeah. It was the was most like, intense part of the movie, I felt like. But I also felt like So so in my opinion, when you're like, I don't know what they're getting at with this movie, what I what I kinda was taking from the movie was these different vantage points and access points for what greed does to people. Yeah. Like that's kind of what I felt from the movie. Right. And it wasn't like overt. It wasn't like greed kills son. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't any of that. Yeah. Um, but I did feel like there were just different takes in viewpoints on like Basil and how he like wants to be a part of it. But in being a part of it, he, he loses all of his dignity because he's not ready to be, greedy at that level you know what i'm saying yeah. he's smart but he's not ready to be like their type of greedy right you know i mean when um, he even when he tried to like propose it to michael kane's character it took him a while yeah he was like do you want me to mow your lawn <laughs> like right he kind of like get tea like, moseyed into it yeah, like yeah, really yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like why did he even said why yeah. did it take you so long yeah to ask me yeah come out with it it's the biggest heist that we could perform like it's kind of a you know yeah that's kind of what you lead with or whatever um but yeah so like there the differences in the characters i think they were subtle like everything with english right with with British humor with British culture. Um, it was all very subdued, which I think also spoke to that sort of like background difference between, because I had to like dig a little deeper, like Danny. So Danny, the guy who does the handstand in the beginning, uh, Ray Winstone. The, yo the youngest one. They kept talking about the, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, oh, he's wild. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. a shagger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so he, uh, and apparently he used to be a, an amateur boxer when he was younger. Oh, he so looks stocky. He has that like grizzled, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. rough feel. Um, and he was in The Departed. Do you remember him in, in The Departed? He was like one of um, Jack Nicholson's henchmen. Really? Like, like wild, like he's like his like bulldog. I know who, like, I had seen him people. before, but I couldn't place him. That was That's the only thing I've I ever love seen. I love that scene where he's trying to get a loan or something. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny. It's like, you've been rejected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You came in here earlier, he's didn't like, you? like, you know what's wrong with you people? <laughs> You're thieves. You're thieves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, it, and so there's all that, like, British, you know, tongue firmly planted in cheek humor. You yeah. Know, in, throughout the film. Um, but, like, Danny just wants the thrill of it. Danny just wants to be young, you know? Right. Um, what for me, what what Brian wanted was just for a plan to be executed perfectly front to back one last time so that he can go out on like the exact a on a perfect note mm -hmm. the same way he wanted to go. He wanted 
he wanted his life to be perfect after his you know his life of crime with his wife mm-hmm. um so i felt like he wanted like one last like bing, like you know just a icing on the cake like a little bit i'm gonna put a dot on this whole situation yeah um and terry seemed like he was that terry was like i the analogy that came to mind was he was like wolverine in the um in the animated series in the x-men animated series where it's like uh cyclops is the captain but wolverine's kind of the captain you know what i'm saying like yeah he's like that number two who's like at, like close to being number one right he's oh, he's like wise but he's also cunning right i mean he's a little bit too like much of a loose cannon to like unite a group right um so as much as you like want it to be wolverine you're like wolverine don't have it all together like i can't necessarily right. unite behind wolverine um yeah that's a <laughs> but but did I think it was a strong movie? I didn't. No. I didn't. <laughs> like That's like I wanted I to like you. it more. That's what I asked you. I'm like, do you want to do this movie? <laughs> I feel like I I think it, it meant something to me to watch this movie and to be like, okay, there's things I really enjoy about this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like some of the lines, because I love British humor, are fantastic. <laughs> when he's like, you can't go on piss... It, what does he say? He's like, you can't go on pissing all day like a broken colostomy bag. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, oh yeah, the jokes, like the geriatric hilarious. jokes Dude. were hilarious. Back and forth, <laughs> like that was that was cool. You know, they that was really to, fun. <laughs> they had to like speak through a walkie-talkie to like get him to listen or something. It was like, oh my god, it was it yes. that was funny. That was that was great. Yeah, and it was good that they were like really okay with it some people can be a little touchy about it mm-hmm. but they are mm-hmm. embracing their their uh their new limitations you yeah know? their age really well <laughs> yeah i did think that one of the one of the coolest scenes for me was when and i'm hoping to god this is the truth but i'm I, that michael kane was like passing on the torch to charlie cox who was daredevil and i love daredevil with my heart and soul okay it's is he a british actor he's he, british. He british? british yeah he's from you know one of those yeah, yeah. shires totten shire yeah brandon shire wherever um but so he was so timid and i love that about character. him because i knew him as daredevil first mm-hmm. so i knew him as this man who was like beating people's asses in hell's kitchen yeah and then to see him in this role i was like yo is michael kane kind of like never dun, seen dun, 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 dun. daredevil so good okay. daredevil's matt murdoch is one of my favorite characters of all time like he's just he means a lot to me i love him um but when he's so i wrote down the line when he was in the when he was in that bar with him talking about it go ahead baby i'm sorry sorry just to let you know charlie charlie cox is uh from london what neighborhood though he was born in london all i care and about brought the up in east sussex east sussex dang okay london stand up adele's country yeah i can keep up oh are we going there <laughs> well could you I didn't imagine adele this. like singing a lullaby to you oh my god yeah no i don't think i could i wouldn't be able to go to sleep you know what i mean it's like <laughs> you're like another one yeah exactly I'll just be paying attention to it. um but, but when when you were talking about michael kane's like you know, can he not be the butler? I feel like there's something about him now where he can't, he can't not do like, he cannot have that moment where he's saying something wise, you know? Um, when he's like, crooks are like boxers. Um, first, what do you say? First they lose their legs, then they lose their reflexes, then they lose their friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what he says? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that's, <laughs> that's, that's powerful. You know what I mean? Like, 
there were certain lines that I that I loved in the movie. Um, and I don't know. I I wasn't so annoyed with. I wasn't so annoyed with Michael Caine's performance. What I was more frustrated by is that with a movie with this many incredible actors, somehow you didn't give them the atmosphere for almost any of their personalities to come to life. Greatness. Yeah. Yeah. It it just just felt so slow. And like... It was kind of... Yeah, it was kind of meandering, yeah. I mean, I fell asleep the first time I saw it. (laughs) And then... (laughs) I was like, I was like doing other things the gotcha. second time I saw it. So like, <laughs> Dad, I wouldn't like, fall asleep. Whatever with this movie. Yeah. Uh, yo, when they played, so there was also. I'm a jerk. You're not a jerk. You're not. But this movie sort of, it felt more casual than it should have for the biggest heist on record in English history. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it should. It felt like it should have been more fatal or devastating or sexy and maybe, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe that's just like. Maybe that's our oceans, our oceaned mind that's right. been colored with these like, oh, let's lift the house, you know, that's the way we do it. And it's like, well, no, these heists. Sometimes you get oil but on your okay. pants and no, your I, lookout falls asleep and stuff. I like, get that. I understand yeah. that. So that was my whole uh, question. Like, were they trying to be uh, fast-paced action? No. Were they trying yeah. to be a documentary because it was like a true story i don't know because it didn't feel like it a lot of it was like romance romanticized like yeah you know i don't think a lot of what they said actually happened you know what yeah, i mean i was wondering that myself like so yeah. and then was it trying to be funny i didn't laugh that hard you know what i mean yeah i didn't yeah so like it was hard to connect okay um i gave it a chance because i love England. I love British accents. Who doesn't? Yeah. And like, yeah, dude, I trust them. British everything. humor. I Toothpaste. mean, The Office. No. Come on, like, <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. They have they what they make is golden, but this, mm. it it lacked it lacked bite. <laughs> yeah. It lacked teeth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, and there were also ways in which, like, you're even, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, even the way they they could have told the story could have been more enticing yeah. or like something you I could have just ex- edited it better yeah <laughs> you could or just like cut. i don't know it i don't know what it what could have made it better i don't i feel like i if, can't put my finger on it i feel like there was something about they spent all their budget maybe on the actors and the cinematography did nothing for the story. Yeah. Like, not a thing. Like, yeah. this is London we're talking about. And we're talking about the the jewelry district in London. Like, I wasn't wowed by anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, was, I read somewhere that, like, where they, where they filmed wasn't, like, a huge location either. It was, like, a, uh, if you can tell, it wasn't really, like... Brought, you know, it felt sort of out of the way. Yeah, yeah, it felt sort of like off the beaten path or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're also, but you have the whole of you know London to work with, and you have Michael Caine and Dumbledore and Archmaester Ardsmore. What was his actual? I don't even know. What I'm just calling him Archmaester. You got the Archmaester in the situation. Yeah. Saying, um, you got the guy from the Irish Mafia back in New York, right, on your squad, and you can't give us a little bit more scenery. I don't know. There was something. The atmosphere just wasn't there. I'm going to go out there and say that this was one of the movies that they made to, like, put it on their tax return. 
they might have they might have tacked it on just been like yo we're gonna make some money it's gonna be a hit at let's Redbox. Call, let's make up a name for those movies like the i don't know the irs movies right the write-offs the write-offs, the write-offs. oh the write-offs hey. there you go okay this my- was a write-off movie come on yeah, i was being yeah. i was being um what's it called I was being gracious or whatever you want to call it. I gave it two hearts out of five. Ooh. Hearts, not stars. Because it like it made me sad that so I was ten, watching like old people. Out of ten, what is you it? You know what though? I mean? <laughs> out of ten numbers. American numbers. What is it? Oh four. four. But like Yes, okay, cool. Mm, <laughs> but barely four. But like barely four. Ooh. Uh, a low four yeah <laughs> a low four uh a d minus <laughs> d minus um only because it's michael kane i'd love to meet him yeah no it, yeah it lacks I don't something. hate it lacks, you it lacks some of the power <laughs> can i make mention real quick of of two things first of all the line if rita was here we would have been keiko bako do you remember that line no keiko bako i was like what are you talking about dog no, like when now did they get- say that <laughs> when they're at the table after they perform the heist and he's and they're they're basically trashing brian reader because he didn't come with them oh yeah and they're trying to convince ba- basil oh, to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what does that like, mean dog, i have no idea what it means to this like to this very day i don't know up? what it means I, I mean i looked it up but there's like there's I not really a clear like definition of it together i feel like it was a lot of like you know, like New Yorkers love hearing stuff about New York. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was a movie where it's like, yo, you're from the UK. You're going to love our dialogue. You know what I mean? One of those where it's like, really? if you're from a place, you love hearing your own colloquialisms. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're, if you're from around here and, and somebody asks you like, so, so you, where do you stay? So you stay out, you stay out West. You know what I mean? Like you kind of, there's something endearing about that. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but if you're not from there, it's just alienating sometimes, you know, and yeah. like because there was nothing. Do you think that what that's what it was? Is a bunch of like inside jokes, inside <laughs> British like culture. It felt like I should have liked this movie. It, it, this movie should have been more connected to my heart off the cuff because of who was in it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't because I don't have all of those associations that other people have. Got Although it. I did love seeing Dumbledore play kind of a fool you know yeah um and i and i kind of like i didn't like, realize that was him until you said it just oh, now no. i was like that is freaking you dumbledore playing the fence i don't think melissa was like watching it all that intently which you're better off i'm not his I'm hair not yeah you're not missing anything i'm not insulted um but i also want to make mention since you said hair of the most egregious use of wig since like kingpin dog <laughs> it is Matt Murdock's wig, Charlie Cox's wig, is disgusting. It is yeah. hideous. And he keeps it on throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But I'm like, in the end, his wig saves him, dog. Because that's how the surveillance couldn't pin him down. They were like, who's wearing that wig? Oh, like, how bad are the cameras? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, that wig is just so mysterious well, the, under that. The heist happened Come on. 2015. Oh, it was in 2015? Yeah. Dog, they have no excuse. Yeah, this didn't have zero that excuse. long ago. Wow. So yeah. that man's that man's wig was top notch, dude. We need to get we need to Yeah, that man needs to be. I like how they tried to like pansy him or like, you know, like put him down because he was yeah. putting him wearing a wig. Yeah. There was a lot of like <laughs> there was definitely some 
<laughs> yeah, there was like some derogatory derogatory things going on. There was a little bit of racism too when they were talking about the poles. Have you ever tried yeah. to make a patio without poles in this country? Yeah. <laughs> like there was uh, yeah, definitely some yeah, some some bad stuff going on. But when you think of old white dudes, like that's kind of par for the course for old like a lot of old white dudes, right? Um so I get that. Um you gave it a 4. I'm going to give it exactly a 4 probably. Yeah. yeah. And it's that's on the strength good. of Michael Caine and Terry alone. So Arch apparently, Maester. I pay my respects. What's up? When was on it? IMDb, yeah, it's gotten a five point five out of ten. Yeah, I was looking at that. Right wow, now. we gave it a less. Also, it came out in Yeah, of this of this year of this year. Yeah, of twenty eighteen, right? Yeah, twenty nineteen. Get out of here for but real. But it's been on Redbox for like nine years, though. Yeah. It was, it was, guys, I, I would, I would recommend that if you're, if you're bored and you have literally watched maybe every other thing on Amazon, go ahead and give it a whirl. Um, if you got a Redbox coupon that gives you a dollar off your movie and then your movie might be 25, 50 cents, um, if you return it the next day, of course, and don't pull a Michael, then, you know, watch it. Yeah. Look, I'm not, not mad that we're reviewing it. I'm not mad that we took time out to watch it. Yeah. Because this is what we're supposed to do, right? This is a movie podcast. Yeah, yeah. So it's really like, hey, guys, don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, heed our warning. <laughs> heed our, let us experience this on your behalf. It's a write-off yeah. for sure. Totally. Oh, also a little bit of trivia for you. This is what you can take away. Did you know Michael Caine's wife, his second wife, his current wife, her name is Shakira. What? Come on, Michael Caine. Get it, bro. Dang. Get yours. That's great. Is she Colombian? Ah, man, I didn't look too deep. I was just so damn impressed that his wife's but name was Shakira. But she has to be like younger to be called Shakira. I mean, you're dating. Right? Like, you're, you're married to you Sir Michael Caine. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm, you know, like. That's a sugar daddy yeah, right you there. Aimed, you aimed high and you That and you is succeeded. a silver fox, ladies and gentlemen. Silver. <laughs> silver the definition <laughs> of a silver fox. <laughs> I like that term. Yeah, so the takeaways are if you want to see the worst wig in movie history, um, maybe the second worst, top two, um, Kingpin and Matt Murdock. We have to post um, this wig. Oh, I'm, it's going to be on Instagram yeah. for sure, dude. I, um, I don't know. It's, it's disgusting. We, we have to, I didn't watch this movie. You didn't? I did not. Okay. Well, I saw the first like 15, 20 minutes. It looks like, like a kid who I'm started dressing up as it. Chucky and then stopped. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I it looks like. I have to see this. I have to. And then he decided, like the I'll put like, a hat on. You know, <laughs> I'll put a a bowler hat because that's what we do here. I don't know. It was just like okay, terrible. Yeah. Why, okay, why does he have this wig on? So he, they won't be recognized oh. because there's a bunch of cameras. Gotcha. Yeah, but the rest but of them didn't even... care. So and they, they got all popped. got caught. And they got and popped. That, yeah. He didn't. No. Supposedly he's still on the lamb, like he's still, and he made out with all the flawless diamonds. I'm talking like Daredevil was the was the shit, dude. He's the man. Because he's Basil. He's oh, Chucky, also something. With <laughs> if he's Chucky, yeah, it's gonna be hard to he find. He went back to being a dog. I did do him, Dembella. Him. Yeah, he hits you with the spell and he's gone, dude. <laughs> um. Uh. So if it's something to know as well, if Basil, if the name Basil is involved on in your team, some secret shit is happening. You know what I'm saying? Basil Expedition, Austin Powers. Um, you know, weapons guy. Wow. Basil's going to do some secret that stuff. That connection is deep, you yo. Feel me? <laughs> like, 
I'm just making observations. If you have I'm a just, basil. These are unsolicited. And basil, team. you can say subtle. You're going to get the caught. same thing. Subtle, but powerful. <laughs> it's spelled the same way, right? Basil, basil. It, it's basil. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just I know kidding. you keep saying it like that. I feel weird. No, I, it's it's whatever. It's whatever you want to say. I mean, we're, you know, Americans. Do you think they say that? Like that? Potentially like the... abused. Yeah. Oh, really? Basil. Basil expedition. But I'm going to say basil. If I'm throwing basil in my sauce, then I'm, I'm throwing basil in my sauce. Yeah. I'm not but I'm basil. asking, like, do you think British people say basil or basil? They, they say basil. Oh, okay. Yeah. My yeah. interpreter over here. I English, love it. English interpreter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she so been there twice. Chill, Melissa. Our segment, more than, twice, twice more than me. Um... Our segment, what was it called? The concessions. Concessions. I yeah. want to do it for this one. Okay, cool. I'm done. Tapioca pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you don't like tapioca at all. <laughs> I like. <laughs> I mean, okay. What theater would Tell be serving tapioca? So the idea of concessions, oh. guys, is that we would pick a movie and we would describe what theater candy it is. So tapioca pudding would be yes. available at your local. Whole Foods when they start I mean, opening, if they know the community they're serving, they would be serving it. So, right? in what neighborhood? So like a, in what theater would be these? Would they be serving? Like a nursing home community or something? Oh, I like that. Yo, that's con- that's context. My tapioca yo, pudding, yo, killing it. Go ahead. Babe. I love tapioca pudding. I don't Do know it. this game. But I, <laughs> I like it already. Se- I don't know the segment. <laughs> I want to say. Because I hate these candies. Go for it. Whoppers. Oh, how dare you, dude? Whopper. How dare no, you? No, that's perfect. Because Whoppers have been ra- been around since the beginning of like movie time. Since the beginning, <laughs> yeah, of, since the beginning of time immemorial. <laughs> <laughs> the malt. <laughs> yes. Was <Ooh>. present. <laughs> when I think about malt, like anything, my my mouth dri- dries up. Okay. It's like. <laughs> okay. First of all. Whoppers are so precious that there's a Christmas and an Easter version. You of them, like okay? so that, you like whoppers? when we're celebrating the the risen Christ, we we bring out new editions of Whoppers. That's a big deal. I do like Whoppers. I'll go. I'll stand for Whoppers. Dude. All right, all right. Okay, but you get you have your, your right to say that. <laughs> no, right? so I'm 100 right there with Melissa <laughs> with the Whoppers. So for me, this movie, this movie is that pack of goobers. The whole the whole row of goobers because nobody eats goobers, dog. Who's gonna? Not the whole thing. What I'm saying is, you know how when you look at when you look at, so this is how you know. Is that the jawbreaker? What can't? No, it's just a peanut covered in chocolate. It's like the most unoriginal. It's just a boring little thing. That's all it is. In a blue packet. It comes in a box where it just says goobers across it, yellow, blue Usually packaging. Usually the, the like, raisinettes will be right next to it, and there's like 14 boxes of goobers, exactly. and then like three boxes this of is what I wanted to. This is what I wanted I to say. I don't think I've ever seen those. So the goobers those. are there so that you buy other candies. The goobers are there so that you're, you go, you know what? I could go for some Swedish fish. The boxes are empty. Exactly. The goober, I'm not, yeah. Have you ever seen a goober? No. Huh? Think about it. Right. I've heard, I've heard, like... The word goober used as an insult. As an insult, yeah. <laughs> Which is offensive. <laughs> Get out of here, you goober. Yeah. <laughs> McGoober. Oh, yeah, they're boring yeah, as all. Get out, no. dude. They're, they're the lamest. And but, I would rather have raisinets. 
and I love me some raisinets, so don't even don't don't come at raisinets. These um, are really good concessions. Yeah, I think we man that that was natural. Oh, I was right. also gonna say, like if they don't supply tapioca pudding, I'll just bring it in my bag, like old people do. <laughs> but you're you're yes also, or no? <laughs> like anybody, like anybody who knows what's up does. You know what I'm saying? I know you can't. I'm only bringing in with the little wine. <laughs> I like that the guyo, the little sip sip <laughs> in the in the the breast pocket. Yeah, All dude. in my super big bag. I'm super glad. Okay, two things: security guards at theaters. I know that we're in America and we have shootings in every single place that is possible. But the, I love the look of the security guards at theaters because I haven't seen one in a while. I, well, I guess the ones we go Only to. Only on the I weekend, maybe. Oh, for real? Yeah, no. Well, at the music box, we there's never Tuesdays any security guards. We go because it's but... cheaper. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, on Tuesdays. We go at Tuesdays Shout on Regal. Shout out to Music Box. I love Music Box. Mm-hmm. It's the best in the world. But they, they don't have a security guard there, which is cool. Um, but like everywhere else we go to, Regal, all of these other places, there's always a security guard that's oh. like like super... Swole? Like, yeah, they're they're all like gigantic, you know, big dudes. Yeah. Um. But they're super, they're just super chill because it's like, security guard going to pat you down at a theater, bro. You're not going to find a weapon on me. You're going to find, you're going to find Twizzler pulling peels. That's what you're going to find. You're going to find a thick layer of- Or some weed. Or (laughs) or edibles or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't know. I just, I, I shout out to the security guards. I don't. We definitely need you. I've never done weed. It's a precarious situation. I just want to put that out there. I can tell by the way you said that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, I've never done the weed. Good. (laughs) The marijuana. I've never never intook the weed. No. Your honor. Um, (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Well, I know you have something special for us planned, right? A new segment. Yes. Straight to TV. Made for TV? Was it called? Made for TV. Made for TV. Is that what we want to call it? I think it's... It, it, it distanced itself What's, from straight to library. Yeah, kind um, of. Because made for TV sounds like, it could sound like a derogatory thing, but we're, what, what sounded like you were saying is like, this is ma- this is perfect. Like, this is amazing. Right. You know? Like what? Oh, like Lifetime series? Yeah. What is that stuff called when they announce it only on TV? As seen on TV? As seen on TV. Can we, we call it that? that? What, this is your, it's your world, Viv. I like it a lot. Okay. As seen on TV. As huh? seen on TV. Okay. Okay. Give it to us. So, you what's as seen gonna... on TV about? Oh, about TV shows that we're passionate about and that may have stuck out um, in one way or the other. Right. Um, but I kind of want to make it so that it's like limited series. Mm. Right? Is that what we agree upon? I, I we are agreeing to these terms live. I'm down oh, for whatever okay. terms you say. And. I, I would actually does, prefer limited run series because it does I don't like limit shows it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It limits the shows that we would um, put on this segment. I'm down for it. Right? I'm down. And we both got one in the clip, so. Yeah. You you want to start us off? Yeah. Go for it. Go for so it, So I recently watched When They See Us. Ooh. And this is a big one, Tell guys. Tell me about it. Big, big, big one. It came out May 31st. Mm. Um, it's about the Central Park Five. Yeah, and that's what the media were calling them. Um, these kids who were in the range of like fourteen to sixteen were coerced by the New York 
police department hmm. to admit to a crime they did not commit. Um, so much evidence did not like align. So much ev- evidence did not align. Um, and the things that they were um, saying, like they kept saying they weren't guilty, but they kept being promised to go home if they said these things. So, um, true ha- story, right? True story. Oh. So, uh, spoiler alert, stop listening if you're going to watch it. Um, but yeah, sorry, Melissa, Mike, you guys <laughs> no, we're have gonna to watch. I've, stick it yeah. out. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it. Even if we spoil it for you guys, you guys should watch it. Yeah. It's that good. Yeah. From everybody no, that I'm, I've talked to. I'm not going to do it any justice. Um, first episode, though, is really hard to get through because mm. the anger that you physically feel watching this is like unbearable i've never had this much emotion towards something like this so ava duvernay did a phenomenal job Mm. with this um i love selma she did selma yeah yeah 13 did you see the 13th i started watching because i didn't know that she had made that Mm. and after watching an interview with her she mentioned it and i was like yeah. But I didn't get through it. Yeah. Um, but she also did A Wrinkle in Time, which yeah. I did not like. <laughs> right. I didn't watch it. I heard random things and watched yeah. other things. So. She needs to stick to social sh- social justice issues, mm. which like in the interview I was watching, she's like, I didn't want to be that social justice girl or woman. Yeah. Um, but I'm accepting that. Yeah. Because I'm good at it. And she knows she's good at it. That's your lane. Like, that's, that's right. Cool. And she had the the five. They're still alive. The, the I don't want to call them that. But, like, the five men now. She had them on set. And so they were wow. part of, like, every single aspect of this, um, limit, you know, Dude. docuseries. That's um, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, comp- it was very compelling. And, um, the crazy thing is like, I had no idea about it. 1987, I was two years old. Yeah. Um, so no. And it was in New York. I was in LA. Not even, no, I was still in Guatemala. Wow. (laughs) I came to the States when I was three. Um, but I did, we did, we were in LA for the Rodney King beating. Oh man. Um, and I remember the whole city going crazy for that. Yeah. Um, and eventually, I mean, the country, yeah. you know, um, that's which spawned, at that point, that's the predecessor to what we see now with. Right. Yeah. Like, um, and then at that time we didn't have a car and my dad worked very, very far away. Gotcha. He took like two hours to get home on the bus. So like when all oh. that was happening, oh, my man. mom would not go to sleep or like wait for him to get home because we just didn't know you couldn't i heard they were burning they were just rioting on blocks you know what i'm saying everywhere you just didn't know like what you were going to be faced with um i can't imagine what new york was going through when this was happening um i mean both sides of the story right the jogger who got raped yes you want justice for her Mm. 
but do you want it at a price of like the lives of these innocent children yeah that's not to justice. apparently to somebody yes right like that's what they wanted they just wanted somebody to blame yeah. and it was not fair to these like kid children right who don't even know about sex right. to like be blamed for this like all of their questions were leading they're like raymond did this right raymond penetrated her right raymond like you know like all of them were leading who held her down it was kevin right like it was just sickening that like they could get away with this and like these kids were in the room with the detectives without parents like of course (laughs) of course oh my god all of it the first episode you're like all these like mixed emotions that you just as a watcher as the audience you don't know how to handle Mm. like i didn't know if to like punch the wall or like scream or cry like it was that intense and like i love it i love it because it brings um social social issues to light and to front and to thank thank you netflix for taking it on thank you Warner Brothers for being, you know, like, thank you. Yeah. And Ava DuVernay, like, freaking amazing. She's amazing. We need her forever. Yeah, yeah. If this is the beginning of what she's going to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's going to change the face. And she's from Compton. (sighs) What a beast, man. Yeah. You know, she got a Chicago connection. She was boys with Roger Ebert really yeah they were buddies they were super close that's crazy they were talking about movies all the time all the time she was on the show she like studied with him they did reviews together so she has like og film yeah background history yeah like she's a heavy hitter in every sense yeah like the only brilliant. thing that wrinkle in time like <laughs> yeah i think that movie may have been rushed to be very honest i feel like they wanted to that like they were kind of writing she wasn't passionate about it it wasn't maybe i could tell by watching it (laughs) like oh yeah yeah. it was just like maybe it wasn't a a book that she read when she was younger that like you know and i think she can she has or maybe hasn't admitted to it um that you know what i mean like and she she was like oh i was trying this but really i was trying to get away from the social justice like box that people were putting me in yeah but girl you're not in a box like you are putting out what people need right now and like Mm. the the tones in the series like i don't i didn't know about i didn't know anything about this so i didn't know that trump paid eighty five thousand dollars put out that ad to put ads in four different papers Mm. because he wanted um the death penalty for these kids yeah for these kids Mm -hmm. who the hell do you think you are one and like to this day when this series came out he was like he don't renounce it no he He was like oh that's just one side of the story i'm being i'm putting it nicely he was a a complete asshole about the whole thing he still thinks they didn't in the end when the guy admits to it because that's how they got off he took the plea right the no the the guy the guy that took the heavier um 
sentence yeah. because he was 16. He went to like adult maximum security <sighs> at 16. So Ooh. like, anyway, he had met the guy that actually did it. And the guy was like, I can't believe that you still hold on to like hope and faith or whatever. He never told him face to face that, hey, yo, it was me. But then he was like, I'm going to tell him that it was me. like he came forth and like wow. admitted to his crime. And so um, in the end, the lady, Linda Feinstein or Fairstein, something like that. I don't even want to remember her name. Anyway, right. she um, she was like, oh, well, we found the sixth guy. Like still saying that it was the five kids. Dear God. Like. Because none of the DNA matched her, like, um, swab kit, like, the rape kit. The rape kit, yeah. And so, finally, that guy's DNA matched everything. Oh, my God. The blood God. on her shirt, the, the rape kit, everything. And so, like, none of these kids' DNA matched any of, you know what I mean? If yeah. they were struggling... Some of their DNA would have been on her. And if you found definitive evidence that it was this other person... Why is this narrative still being told this way? You right. Know? Why? Right. Are, like, and are, it took New York City ten years to settle on forty-one million dollars for all five of them. No, they deserve to more. Split? Mm -hmm. Get the man. They deserve more. <clears throat> they were robbed of their childhood. Yeah, no. exactly. You can't get. That's it's <laughs> that's ridiculous. All of it is heinous, like, dude. That's disgusting. It's so disgusting. Oh, it's, a, <laughs> I, it's but it's a must watch isn't it oh yeah it's a yeah. must watch everybody i know is like this is a must watch yeah the yeah we we we've been into our own yeah, mess, yeah, yeah but we gotta watch that. um i will so yes i it this kind of thing <clears throat> um hits me hard because i have been stereotypical in the past hmm. and with like um, with like things that I'm not proud of, yeah. right? Um, I'm learning to be a better like person in the sense where like acceptance yeah. is something that I need to work with. Mm. Um, because of the way that I was brought up, I was brought up in a very Pentecostal home in yeah. a very like strict Christian, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Which, but a very specific right. version and variation of Right, that. right. Um, so and do I regret what I've been taught? No, but I it did close my mind to the rest of the world. And so that's what kind of I'm sad about and I want to learn from yeah. and like understand that side yeah. of like social injustice yeah. and... Yeah, being a human, like human rights, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, where I felt like I was very closed minded yeah. earlier in my life yeah. and I felt like my way was right and nobody else was right, yeah. which I feel like a lot of people are like that. Yeah. And so, um, it, things like this hit me really hard and, and it, it broadens my horizons absolutely so thank you thank you for the people that like put out this kind of stuff 
because yeah. it's not only Ava DuVernay. Like there are other people, but thank oh, you, Ava DuVernay, yeah. <laughs> um, for doing this kind of thing. And like, if anything, you know what I mean? Like the hate you give yeah. reading that book changed my life. Watching the movie was really good. Um, so yeah, things like that. Yeah, like man. I'm thankful for now that I'm older and I can teach my children. Yeah. Um, yeah. Will I mess them up? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we all will, right? <laughs> but I think what you what you're speaking to is so powerful because you're speaking to the idea that when we see these things, we can have our views and our minds and our perspectives of the world around us changed. Yeah. Because what good is it if we're crying out if there's no if there's no means of change, right? Right. If we don't believe that about each other or believe that about one another. And it's not <clears throat> I mean, I guess you could chalk it up. It, there's different ways you can cut the situation, but from the way it sounds like like you saw this and it struck something inside of you and you decide you know, it, it gives you a more complete version of what we are, of humans, you know what I'm saying? Right. Of humanity. Right. Um, and you have a connection to these these boys then, right? Right. Who obviously had an injustice levied against them and changed their life and affected an entire city. Um, <clears throat> and you saw the monsters who profited off of it. Right. And then who hit it and tried to make it irrelevant. And then the heroes who came in to reveal the story for what it was, like Ava, that speaks to that speaks to something beautiful about us. And something that I that I will never stop believing about us that we can change our minds. Right. We can. You know what right. I mean? Like you grew up, you were raised, you were steeped in a household that didn't give you exactly those perspectives. You know, um, me as well. Out of fear, I feel like it was dude, all out of fear, dude. And it's usually out of fear, right? It's in, and it and it doesn't always want to say. You know what I'm saying? It, right. It, but it doesn't come off as fear, right? It right. comes off as expertise. Right, like it comes I know off better. As like, exactly. Right. This Don't is the hang way out it with is. them. Blah blah blah. <laughs> right. Like right. at one point, I remember asking my father, like, "Can I hang out with other people who are not Christian?" Mm. Like, and he was like, <laughs> taken aback. Like, what? Yo. Like I didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, this I mean, is all I know. Yeah. This is all you've been feeding me. Right. I don't know if I can interact with other people. Right. As my leaders, as the people that Those like are your parents, yeah, right. Like, can I do this? Right. So he was like, "Of course, like, you know." But it was these these issues were never brought up at the table, gotcha. at the dinner table. They were never, even through the Rodney King be- beating, like, it was never brought up. Yeah. Where that could have been like a great um way to say hey let's talk about this yo yeah that's you know what i mean that's a landmark moment in american culture and history i don't remember how old i was maybe i was too young mm. to realize this because they didn't tell me about it it was like school knew about it you know yeah, the kids yeah. knew about it um so i don't remember if they felt like i was too young to understand that kind of thing um maybe. Maybe. but still like it's things that we or unfortunately, Christian culture often inoculates us from the things around us as some sort of favor to people. You know right. what I mean? And now we see the ramifications of that, right? right. We see the ramifications like, of... Like, let me shield you from the truth. Right. You know, or like give yeah. you this truth. But that's why, and I'm just going to say it, that's why Trump can exploit these people. 
because they have shielded themselves from so many of the broader narratives that are at work and that are complex. Because this show, it sounds like there's complex things at work. Right. And if you miss a few of those things, you you may fall victim to what much of the public may have fallen victim to back then in the 80s, right? Right. Where you think, oh, lock them up. Lock these these predators up, right? She called them animals. Dude. From the Hillary beginning. called them super predators. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. this is... It, there's, this is a long and storied history of how racism in America has been so blatant and bold in neon colors, but somehow people think that they can still yeah. act like it doesn't exist or say because say it doesn't exist and then it won't exist. Right. Like it's such a it's such a deceptive and cruel thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I um, mean, that's why I love I love this whole conversation. You know what I'm saying? I love everything Ava's doing um, and it's necessary work. It's right. necessary. It's it's necessary for us to walk through the horror and truth of these situations because unfortunately they're happening in this manner every day in this right. country and around the world, you know? Right. And unless we open our eyes to them, we're going to look and we're only going to see the narrative that people allow us to see. Right. You right. know? Who takes out a ma- who takes like, out ads in four that, different newspapers? And the journal the <sighs> journalists or whoever in the papers never said alleged like it was like 89 percent of of the papers didn't say alleged it was like these rapists so like what but that's what are you feeding like the and we're we're all implicated right we're all implicated in that because why weren't your parents telling you about that why wasn't my look i i i felt racism at a very very early age so i knew racism existed but my dad never wanted to be all that interested in the broader narratives of racism because he felt like the racism levied against him personally was so damaging um and so frustrating that that's all he wanted to deal with which i think in the end is a selfish way of thinking about it yes i may have racism uh, levied against me but unless i unless I, I think it's important for us to unite our stories to broader to to the broader narrative as well you know yeah. um not that his story didn't mean anything or my grandma saying derogatory trash to right, us as right, kids right. didn't mean anything or my dad being told that by his mother-in-law right. since early on in their marriage like <clears throat> but what what I'm saying is that if we if we don't talk about these things, we become implicated in them because racism is embedded in the narrative of our country. You right. know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, it's intertwined, dog. Right. It's 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 in the blood so deep. And how many of us can talk about what's in our blood? You know what I mean? Right. That we don't talk about that stuff. You right. know? Um. So dang, man. I, babe, we're gonna watch it. ASAP. It's on deck for us. Essentially, and I won't I won't rush you guys because I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know we're running we're running a little over here, but we watched Chernobyl. Chernobyl, much like much like what you're talking about here with Ava, is necessary viewing for all of us. For everyone in the world. Right now, Chern or as of this past weekend, I don't know if it's there now, Chernobyl had a higher rating on IMDb than Game of Thrones and The Wire. Oh wow. That's how that's how that's how incredible this story and devastating this story was. It was about the nuclear explosion mm-hmm. in Chernobyl. Um <laughs> the ramifications of that that are still being felt and the amount of devastation that it caused to that country and that if people didn't if the people of Russia didn't act the way that they did 
in bravery to make up for their mistake, Ukraine and Belarus would have been essentially erased from the map. And nobody would have been able to inhabit those countries for 250 years. Wow. So whole countries would have been displaced. Like we have eminent domain where they're like, I'll take your house. They would have had to remove their entire... And the people of Chernobyl and the surrounding communities all had to leave. There was cancer promised to people within five years. People that walked within the Chernobyl site and died hours later. Hours later. And they died of their skin melting off of their bodies. Oh my God. Like it was devastating. But there was also something so unbelievably powerful about the film because Valery Legasov and Ulana Ulana I, I don't even know how to pronounce her name I'm going to butcher it two nuclear physicists who came who basically um, helped them in the recovery process of the plant but then also realized that the state was implicated in allowing this to happen because the state hid records of um, how the the construction of the plant there were there were flaws in the construction of it right mm. so when you're talking about this this these journalists who never said the word alleged <clears throat> right that's that that speaks to how these different facets of the way the world works how we become implicated in the de in the terrors that are exacted on people you right. know what i'm saying the Russian government wanted to keep it hidden and say this accident happened there and these people made mistakes what they didn't want to do is say that we made a mistake, right. right? It's harder to say that. Like racism, where it's like, it's harder to say, I'm no, involved in racism. No, I mean, to this day, you none of I mean? the people that were involved in um, prosecuting these kids or like, co you know, they won't admit to it. Dude. <laughs> and in the same token, Russian officials who were presiding over this situation weren't fired. The scientists who redacted documents that didn't allow these scientists to see that their fail-safe buttons would perform a certain way and basically led to the nuclear fallout, those scientists weren't weren't punished for that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And the, Valery Legasov, he's testifying in the Supreme Court, essentially, of Russia, right? And he's, he's laying out in fine detail, the same way Ava does. She's laying out in fine detail, episode by episode, the way that this injustice took place, right? Mm -hmm. Valery Legasov is doing that from the beginning. He saves his country. He saves millions of lives, but he also realizes in order to save them, we have to sacrifice millions of lives. There were 70,000 people that had to essentially elect to die to clean up this mess. And even more than that before that, right? It's wild. When you watch the show, it's going to rip your heart open. But yeah. there's a line. There's a, there's a line that you, that I'm just going to end with. And he says, every lie incurs a debt to the truth. And eventually, that debt is paid. Eventually, that debt is paid. And for me, I was just like, there's something unbelievably powerful about that. Because there's a reason why. Because we could say it's years later. The Central Park Five, this already happened. What can we do now? No, it matters to know the truth. Right. It matters. Right. And if we don't find that truth, some some version of emptiness still lingers within us. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. And if those those men are hurt and we know it and we don't expose that truth, 
we get some of that emptiness. Yeah. Oh, so you know how you know she came saying? across it? No, I don't. Uh, Corey. Booker? Corey, no, okay. Corey, the guy, the sixteen-year-old that went to um, Max like, to prison the penitentiary. Yeah. Um, he DM'd Ava DuVernay. No, it was way. like after Selma, I believe. He yeah. was like, "Oh, what's your next project? Are you gonna do Central Park 5? Yo, and that's how they like. She went to New York. She was like, "I'm a, I'm gonna be in New York this time. Can we get together and talk?" And she took it on. <sighs> It was like, yeah. Beast. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. I mean, and uh. his story, like, I I believe in God. Yes, yeah. how I was raised was very one-sided and yeah. w- like, you know, um, I was raised a certain way. Yeah. But I do believe in God and I believe that God was working through Corey. Yeah. And like, you could see it. I, Ava puts it on screen. Oof. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. I I believe in the way that she came upon it. We, even when I saw the interview, I was like, oh my, this was God. Wow. Like it would definitely to yeah. put out his story, to put out, um, yes, they were, they had injustice and like yeah. all this happened to them. But now they're helping so many other people. Yeah. Like, they have organizations helping, like, um, others with, like, wrongful legal, yeah, yeah, wrongful accusations and, like, stuff like that, that they've come up with. Um, so, like, they're being used, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? In a powerful way. And in a, and good in way, a time yeah. that we need it the most. I feel oh, like man. we need it the most. This is, like, the most opportune time. Absolutely. There's this one scene in the show where like the guy he stands white male stands in front of the american flag Mm -hmm. and was like i can't remember word for word what he was saying but he was like basically saying like they're guilty they you know like they did it i didn't i didn't do anything wrong i did what i had to do like you know what i mean and it's such a powerful scene where like a white male Right. Is saying that they had nothing, they, they couldn't do anything. Their hands were tied. This is what I was told to do. Wow. And like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, ugh, no, you had power to stop this. Mm. Um, and not, not all the white males in that series are like, you know, but I'm white supremacy. The bulk of <laughs> yes. I'm a bet money. The bulk of it. But there yeah. is one guard that mm. like watches over Corey yeah. and like he's like why are you being so nice to me and he was like i have a kid and if my kid was in this situation i would want to know that somebody's treating him like a human being wow a, you know what i mean it's yeah. like oh my god Dude. like it's just, oh it's so good yeah it's so good i i i couldn't stop watching it i watched the whole thing <laughs> yeah i'm a, we gotta check it out yeah yeah we, we're definitely gonna check it out yeah yeah that was I, a long segment sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it's worth it it's worth it yeah. chernobyl and the way we see it the way we see it right uh when they see us when they see us okay okay yeah when they see us okay cool. yeah that's on deck well okay um so we can do our roll roll, credits. let's roll these credits <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> let's get them rolled um i guess uh i guess i will start off i am uh i'm currently thankful for 
God. I'm thankful for Jim Jarmusch. Uh, Jarmusch? Jarmusch? Um, incredible filmmaker. Um, Down by Law, Dead Man. I saw his new one of his newer movies called Patterson uh, with Ben Swolo, uh, Adam Driver. Uh, and it is one of the most beautiful films. It's one of the most... It's, it's so incredible because there are no problems in the film. And you always wonder if you could see a film with no problems. You could see a film with no problems. Um, go see Patterson. Uh, I am thankful for... Uh, I'm thankful for therapy. <laughs> and for Open Path, if you don't have insurance and you would like to be connected to a counselor, I recommend... Open Path Collective. It is an incredible resource and um, you should use it. And I am proud of you if you are going through therapy. Uh, and I encourage you if you have thought about it or, or want to do that, um, I encourage you to do it because um, it's been incredible for me. Um, and I am thankful for um, the exchange uh, in Wicker Park, particularly. Um, for having a pretty solid selection of movies at a very reasonable price. Um, if you guys don't want to buy full price, uh, hit up the exchange in Wicker Park. <laughs> uh, incredible value. Is that their only like location? No, they're 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 all over the country. So it's like a you know it's a it's a franchise or whatever. It's a chain. Um, <clears throat> but like you know you can't find movies at Best Buy anymore. <laughs> Where can you find movies? And you don't have to rent them all on Amazon. You don't have to bow down to the behemoth. Uh, Sorry, Amazon. No, I'm not sorry. I'm kidding. Amazon doesn't have any feeling. Um, Jeff Bezos is a, is a cyborg. He's a programmer. Like he's not there. You know what I'm, I'm sure he's a partner. Um, but yeah, the exchange has, is always hooking me up. So, nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah, those are my three things. My cool. Things. I want to thank um, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace is I the think, name. I think that's the name of the bourbon I just drank. I finished it. The bottle was sitting there for a while. Um, and then I want to thank Ava DuVernay. Keep doing your thing, girl. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk to her. Um, and then I want to thank Tapioca Pudding <laughs> for existing. For sticking it out. All I remember years. when I first had it. I was like, this is for old people? So good. Some old mm. people moves are, are right. Butterscotch? I'm sorry, Ooh, dude. Ooh, yeah. I've been on the butterscotch wave since like eight. Werther's, yeah, yeah, since, yeah, yeah. Dude, I love butterscotch, yeah. man. Old yeah. people know. Some, some, They get some of that right. Yeah. You know, they get some of it right. Yeah. Um, but those are my three. Thank you. Thank yeah. Thank you for, Thank you for listening to us. Yeah, thanks for listening, y'all. Um, um Follow us on Instagram and Twitter for all of our banter and antics. Bantics, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> and Yeah, let us you. know if you want us to review a movie or... Yeah, if y'all got suggestions. Yeah. Shorty swing my way. Right, right. Right, even if sure they're... Sure look good to me. Even if they're quote-unquote write-offs. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Especially, give us your poor. Yeah, give yeah. us give us what you think you... We should like that don't don't nobody like. Yeah. We're rooting for the underdog here, for sure. <laughs> for sure. All right. Uh, all right, we'll see y'all. <laughs>